3: Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
4: You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on v Prime
0: Primetime.
4: It is Prime time presented, presented by BetMGM. Um, not a massive surprise, but we do have to pass along a little news before we bring in our next guest, and that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. John Sokoloff, who is the sports director for the CBS affiliate in Mississippi, covering Mississippi State and Ole Miss, tweeted this about 20 minutes ago. Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels' coach on Friday and head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach. That's according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet, so Lane to Auburn is happening. Story soon.
1: Uh, I've been telling you that for what two weeks? Uh, He's verified. I mean, I don't. I don't really know what verified means. Now on Twitter, can you really pay for the, the blue check or something? Yeah, crazy? but you can
4: click it and see who, it, who, it, who, how he is verified. So how do
1: you click it? You click. click on it. This account. So what will it say if it's paid for? This account uh, it says Twitter Blue or something like that. Oh, okay. All right. So this guy has a verified account. Yeah. I've I've been saying this was happening. Yeah. Because yeah. my whole, and we probably should do like a. Coaches domino, but they'll probably have already landed by the time we get back from Thanksgiving break. Because my whole philosophy and belief was, because I knew Lane was getting to Auburn. I had already heard that, and that had been confirmed to me, but I don't break news. So that's not the part of the business that I desire to be in. But it all made sense for Lane to go to Auburn and then Dion to become the number one Miss? candidate at Ole Miss. That'd be something. Because he's already in the state of Mississippi, so he's already dealing with you know, all kind of different levels you know, of how to subsidize you know athletic programs there in states. got to go up the road from Jackson to Oxford. It made all the sense. It puts him in the big, big time. He's in the SEC West. That's the best division and the best conference in all of college football.
4: Well, let's bring in our next guest, Josh Applebaum, at Josh underscore insights. We'll get to Monday Night Football here in a little bit. But Josh, uh, Mississippi, Mississippi State, one of the many rivalries this weekend, the Egg Bowl. Uh, and this is something that probably makes your ears perk because this is a line that opened at circa at five, and it has been bet down to two and a half. So I would think Mississippi State might be an intriguing side to you, especially now that Lane Kiffin, according to reports, is going to be coaching his last game come Thursday night.
2: Well, Tim and Sean, you're totally right. Happy Thanksgiving week. uh, Also, good luck bets giving, guys. Let's get out a few days. But uh, by the way, I'm totally with you. This makes a ton of sense. I just dialed up our VEASAN.com bet splits. 83% 83% of bets are taking Ole Miss in this game. But what has the market been doing? It's this line tanking toward Mississippi State. You mentioned, Tim, it opened at some shops. Ole Miss laying five at home. You're now down. You're so here's the, the tough thing. You're off the key number of three. We got the three. Mm-hmm. There's a moment in time where you still could have gotten that three. Now we're down to two and a half. We may even get down to two. And if you've seen kind of where these teams are trending, Mississippi State's won two of their last three. You look at Ole Miss. They've lost three of their last four. You also get an unranked first-ranked opportunity and a short road dog. That's a system match. I really like if you're a short road dog getting four or less kind of tells you, you know, typically three points for home field. That means kind of on a neutral site, you're kind of evenly matched here. So it's tough to miss the number now at this point. But if this thing keeps going down, I see some books maybe hinting at going uh, maybe maybe to two. So I would say, hey, if you can get a two and a half, I don't think any threes are available anymore. I'd be looking at Mississippi State here. I would just say one thing, guys. Elon Musk is charging eight bucks for a blue check mark. Be be wary of those blue check marks. <laughs> there might be some imposters out there. Once again, so you, did you hear a count? That's what I was asking. You, you, can, 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 you can, can click on. So he says there's on, a way.
4: Yeah, it's just Sean. I'll click on it. I'll show you. So I'll, I'll show you during the break. There's a way. It, there's a differentiator. So uh, so we'll have that.
1: All right, let's get to. I mean, my, I'm a man of the people, so I operate among non-blue check. Twitter all the time that that makes no sense.
4: All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Monday night football. We've seen, it looks like a little bit of late money coming in here on Arizona. Josh, it was up at 10 early part of the show. And now the tens are all gone. It's down to nine and a half. Uh, What is your numbers? How do you look at uh, this game here tonight? Is there a play for you tonight?
2: So, yeah, my play is Arizona plus 10. So I actually love seeing this late movement down to nine and a half. And I think if you're breaking this down, uh, this game down from a data perspective, I put a line right in the middle in the sand between before it was announced that Kyler Murray is not going to play and then after it was announced he's not going to play. So if we take a step back, uh, look headlines. They can be very helpful here just looking at the perception of these teams from way back in the summer. The look at one in this game for Mexico City was only San Fran laying about a point and a half here. So the fact that we've seen this big adjustment where a lot of these books reopen the true openers here of around minus seven for San Francisco, we immediately got up to minus eight. And that made sense. Obviously, the 49ers bring in Christian McCaffrey, their team that uh, betters really like to uh, look toward. maybe even a Super Bowl opportunity here this year. But a lot of love for San Fran early. And then at this morning, when I was doing the morning bets pod, we were sitting at eight and I was saying, hey, if you're going to bet this game, to me, it's a layoff until you get clarity of what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. So once it was announced that Kyler Murray is not going to play tonight, it's going to be Colt McCoy, that minus eight shot up all the way to minus 10. So at that point, I said, hey, it's not really a sharp play on Arizona because. In order to be sharp, in my opinion, you got to have like a reverse line move, a steam move, a line freeze, a low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy. You really didn't have any of that. I it was a value play on Arizona matching a ton of systems in terms of dogs this year, 57% ATS. But those divisional dogs, 63% against the spread. Primetime dogs, 66% ATS. The big dogs getting seven or more, 66% uh, percent ATS. The dogs double digits getting 10 or more, 69% ATS. Correlative betting dog low total. That was all matching there with Arizona. So I said, hey, you're not really sharp, but the fact that you're a double-digit dog with an inflated line with a lot of system matches, I'll put on the hazmat to take a shot here with Arizona. Now, one thing that I've noticed, Tim, and you hit the nail on the head, it's this late buyback back toward Arizona. When you were at 10, to me, anytime you're on a key number, it's where do you go next? Did it go further to 10 half towards San Fran, or did it come back down to nine and a half? It's coming back down toward Arizona here. So with a lot of system matches, a little bit late buyback, Again, having multiple outs is so critical in sports betting. I see mostly nine and a halfs there, but to me, the play is the plus 10. If you shop around, find a square book still hanging at 10, that's my angle here. Give me the Cardinals at 10.
4: Talking once again to Josh Applebaum. Make sure, as he mentioned, check out the Morning Bets podcast, wherever you get your podcast each and every morning. Great insight there. Check out all his write-ups as well on vison.com Anything on the total? I see one shop just ticked up to 43.5, but it does feel like it's kind of in a steady lean towards the under. So anything with the total here tonight interests you, Josh?
2: I think you're right, Tim. And one thing I've been noticing with a lot of these primetime games, there's a great angle toward these primetime unders and dogs. They're both around 60%, if not a little bit higher here. But there have been a last last couple of primetime games where they've really been hit early to the under. And then, like, again, why I love coming on your show, guys, last 10 minutes before the game starts, you have seen some late movement towards some of these overs in primetime, and you have seen some of these overs come through. So to your point, Tim, some of those 43s creeping up 43 and a half. Maybe there's a little bit of late money going over here. But remember, the opener was actually 45. So the early money, uh, it looks like hit the under. You do have some system matches here. Divisional under 65% against the spread. Primetime under 62%. The divisional under that falls at least a half point. So you're combining the divisional kind of, you know, your opponent, you can match up. Uh, nothing's going to surprise you too much defensively. Those divisional unders that fall at least a half point, they're 19 and 7, 73%. So. I lean under here in these primetime games. Regardless, I'm a little wary of now betting the under since it's rising late. Uh, but also, I'll throw this to uh, to Sean King, the former uh, pro player here. The altitude, Sean, is that going to be a big factor? Because if you look at the altitude, in Mexico City, they're 7,349 feet above sea level. Mile high is obviously 5,200 feet. So, Sean, do you think uh, just from a altitude standpoint are they going to be gasping for air is that a
1: benefit to the under because of the rarefied air in Mexico City oh uh, this will be interesting because uh every athlete handles it different uh because football is such of a start and stop kind of thing and then you get to go on the sideline like a lot of times it's minimized whereas if you were you know in some kind of contest where you're constantly running and didn't get the breaks that you do in football it probably would play a bigger role in I don't think it'll be an issue. Uh, interesting, you know, to maybe something to watch as a sidebar and file it away from an informative standpoint. But generally in football, you're used to exerting all your energy, recovering, reserting all your energy, recovering. Like you know, your body's kind of used to that.
2: Josh, and that makes sense. That's why that's why I'm taking the ten guys. To me, I'm wary of that with that
1: late movement. And Sean, you didn't tell me it's a huge benefit to the under, so I'm off. The, I'm
2: off the total. <laughs> and
1: I, I, I was mentioning to Tim earlier, I like the Arizona offense against this Niners of defense with Colt McCoy more than I like it with Kyle Murray, just because Colt's going to stay on script. Like if Cliff is calling it and dialing it up, the ball's going to come out when it's supposed to, you know, he's going to not be overly aggressive at times, take what the defense gives them. If they can mix in effective, you know, run balance, you know, when you're playing San Francisco because of Kyle's, you know, kind of, inclination to run the ball. It's not like there's going to be a whole lot of possessions in a 49er game anyway.
4: Hey, Josh, before we let you run, um, this has got to make you happy. Your New England Patriots uh, who are coming off a thrilling 10-3 to three win over the Jets. Well, Josh likes to look at the market and uh, guess what has happened so far? Moving off the key of three down Ooh. to two and a half. Ooh. So New England was catching three. Look ahead was three and a half, Josh, and now it's sitting two and a half where we sit at Circa and a couple other shops here in town. So are you looking to scoop up threes with the Patriots on Thanksgiving night?
2: I am in terms of a data play. So this was another one that caught my eye. Like the other two games, guys, you have Buffalo and both Dallas, you know, nine point favorites here. Those are big numbers on Thanksgiving. This one opening around the key number of three, but some looks are even I saw a couple Vikings minus three and a half down to three. This one is kind of just juice, uh, juice-wise juice movement going toward the Patriots here. I fully admit, though, as a Pats fan, they're winning games, but it is the worst product to watch in all of football here. I mean, if you to Boston Talk it's Radio – you, you would think they lost yesterday, Sean and Tim. I mean, everyone's calling in. Mac Jones, I don't even know how much blame you can put on him. The offensive line gives him no time. Patricia looks terrible as an offensive coordinator. Belichick's probably just loving this because everyone's, you know, ragging on his team, yet he's posting these wins. But this is a, a, a kind of a team that, to me, it's like, nice you're racking up these wins. But when they meet a formidable opponent, I don't know if this offense can keep up with really anybody here. But that being said, I'll take the three here, guys. If you look at these primetime dogs, the Pats defense against Cousins, Judon kind of playing that like a Parsons role where the Cowboys got to uh, to Cousins last week. Also keep an eye on the under here. It did open around 43 You're down to 41-ish. I'll take the three, and I'll, I'll sweat the game. But I do not enjoy watching my Patriots <laughs> at all. The
1: Patriots look like a team where there's a defensive coordinator calling the offensive plays.
2: Well, they scored 10 more points than Boston College,
4: so they got that going for them. Josh? We appreciate it, man. Have See a great later, Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Thanks, guys. Kickoff coming up in just a moment in Mexico City. It is Visan Primetime.
3: how lucky we were to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is v Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and
4: Sean King on v the sports betting network. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older. and Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. About to kick off down in Mexico City as the Arizona Cardinals, it looks like, will receive the
1: opening kickoff. So for those of you... That's Sean King. I'm yes, Tim Murray, by, by the way. The one and only. Uh, 6 and 01. our confidence picks. Tim Murray coming off of the best week he's ever had. I think him and Spencer Rattler went to the same... Uh, Waffle House or something.
4: I had 16 points last week.
1: Two plays that I love tonight, uh, both courtesy of Charchian uh, Paul from Minnesota, Eli Mitchell over 47.5 rush yards, and – George Kittles over, what is it, 42, 41-and-a-half receiving yards? Um, I
4: thought he just played any time touchdown and, with Kittle. No, he
1: played receiving yards. And, okay. and I uh, went back to, I think it was Brad Evans, when the Eagles played the Cardinals, gave us the same stat mm-hmm. about how bad the Cardinals were at defending opposing tight ends. So, yeah. Kittles over his receiving yards prop and Eli Mitchell over his rush yard prop. I was tempted to go no touchdown prop tonight, but I, I didn't do it.
4: We are underway, and uh, the opening kickoff, once again, going to Arizona. Touchback, so the Cardinals will start with Colt McCoy as their starting quarterback. They're doing the uh, altitude thing here that uh, Josh was just talking about. It says Mile High Stadium is 5280, which is a mile, and Estadio Azteca is 7,258,
1: 580. Again, like football, Uh. You go to the sideline after every drive. You right. know what I mean. So,
4: by the way, they just did an end around, and Rondell Moore lost yeah. six yards. I know yards. one
1: thing: that field. I hope the field holds up. And it's raining. Let's hope no one gets hurt. You know, I remember last time they went to Mexico, they had an issue with that grass and it not holding up. So, it, it's raining. I don't know how that impacts player props, but it's probably sure not good for uh, Kyle Shanahan opening up the offense on the <laughs> Niners' side. So. I mean, we'll see. I want to go back. You know how disgusted I would be if I, my bad, if I was no. the quarterback of the Cardinals, and this went from a, a indoor Ooh. temperature control situation to I'm outside in Mexico in the rain on bad footing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. would
4: not be happy. I do want to go back because we we had Josh on, so we didn't kind of hit on it all that much. So a tweet has surfaced from the sports director of the ABC affiliate in looks like Starkville, Mississippi as mm-hmm. covering Mississippi state, Ole Miss and high school sports tweeted this out about 40 minutes ago. Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the rebels coach Friday and head to Auburn to become the Tigers next head coach, according to sources. Um, so as the Cardinals go three and out, um, You've been talking about this. I mentioned it last week on the VEASAN College Football Betting Podcast that I thought he'd be headed to Auburn. Bruce Feldman, I heard him say on his podcast last night, he said it was about a 75% chance in his eyes that it would be Lane Kiffin going to Auburn. So let's just look big picture. If you're, if you're Lane, so I – actually, I'll, I'll take a step back. So I bet Auburn this week. Mm-hmm. I took 22 with Auburn. I think that team – has been playing their butt off for Cadillac Williams. They're three and zero ATS under Cadillac Williams. They mm-hmm. come back in the second half. They dominate Western Kentucky. They win that game. I think by twenty four. Um, does this affect Auburn players at all? Knowing this is circulating no. around there.
1: No, because they knew they were gonna get a new, a new, new coach. Do you think? Because I just Cadillac I will get to stay. Cadillac will be like four, he should. He'll be like the Odell Hagens of. Auburn. Odell's been at Florida State mm. through Bobby Bowden, Jimbo Fisher, Willie Taggart, uh, now Mike Norvell. You know, uh, Cadillac will be that person for Auburn. He'll be the guy when you come in. You've got somebody that's a alum, a legend, that's done a great job. His position is producing elite players. You know, and he's not a. He'll probably get the assistant head coach title since right. he was the interim. You know, which will allow Lane-, Lane to make it competitive. You know, from a compensation standpoint, and you know you'll move forward.
4: He's not the type, at least in your eyes, like Jimmy Leonard was at Wisconsin forever. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't get the head coaching job, which, by the way, he is going to get it, um, he
1: would leave. Slightly different because Jim turned down some other head coaching he Packers, And he turned down the Packers, right. D.C. job. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a behind-the-door promise that whenever we, we do, the job opens up again, it's yours. So. so what do you think about, ooh, man,
4: George so Kittle just took different. a
1: big old hit in the head. I like Lane to Auburn. I like it. Auburn's a bigger brand than Ole Miss.
4: Well, and you could kind of, I mean, he was starting, there were rumors, he was complaining about the NIL situation there. That's
1: what I mean when I say Auburn's a bigger brand. Sure. They have better, bigger, more vast resources. And he must,
4: as you said to me very early on in our courtship,
1: he must like pain. He just wants to go after Saban. Well, he's in the West anyway. I know. So, if you're going to go out to save him, go get your bigger engine and a more durable vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and and that's what you have. That's the situation. So, I mean, I, I figured it was going to happen. Now, the interesting thing would be, will Ole Miss go and get Dion? Would you? Absolutely.
4: So, there are rumors right now. There are reports about, by the way, the uh, 49ers just went three and out. They went deep on a third down and – no pass interference is called. got their feet tied up. Oh, oh he actually, actually tripped, he tripped over his own foot. Yeah. That's good. a good that's a good call by the good. ref. No call. Yeah, that's a good call. Handsome Jimmy not happy. Um, there are rumors or reports, I should say, that Dion is in discussions with both Colorado and South
1: Florida. Well, here's what happens during this time of year, Tim. Everybody's playing chess. Sure. Right? Everyone's playing chess. So if Dion can get it out there that he has a power five team pursuing him, it means he can negotiate for bigger money, bigger assistant salary pool at Ole Miss. If Ole Miss decides to go in a different direction, he can still take Colorado or USF. You know, so that's what everybody's doing. They're doing the same thing. You know, they're interviewing for certain jobs. Uh, the the university is kind of testing the waters to see if we offer it to you, will you take it? You know, meanwhile, Financially, okay. How much am I gonna have for a recruiting budget? Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go here. That's not enough, you know. So all of that's going on right now. So we'll see where the chips fall. I have been hearing though for the last two weeks that Lane to Auburn was a done deal. So looks like it's getting out in the public. Can I make one other uh, college football announcement, please? Uh, Brett McMurphy just reported that uh, Virginia at Virginia Tech will not be played mm-hmm. this Saturday. Although Virginia is still mourning from the. Uh, unfortunate situation that occurred last week at that campus. Got a chance to watch some of the funeral. A real sad occasion. Uh, Prayers go out to all of the families of everyone involved, uh, directly or indirectly. That's just a sad, sad situation. So there will be no Virginia at Virginia Tech on Saturday.
4: Yeah. Um, You know, I was asked, I want to say last week in a radio interview about, you know, should Virginia play? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not there. Like yeah. I I'm not going to one way or the other if if they decide they want to play and honor their teammates, good for them. If they don't, uh, I'm not going to judge one way or the other. Logistically
1: so. and emotionally, so much would go on. Yeah. You lose 3 current players and you think about trying to organize, you know, funerals, burials, no. you know, yeah. all that. I mean, so you have one big one like they had this Saturday, but of course each individual probably is going back to where they're from, mm-hmm. you know, so the players want to attend those, you know, having to try and, you know, I mean, just, I thought Tony Elliott held it with class. Uh, I would expect nothing, nothing else of him, seeing as I've known Tony and we're very close. Uh, prayers go out to them. Yeah. but uh, Lane to Auburn, does that fire you up? Yeah, it does. I mean, I'll say this,
4: I'm betting Mississippi State. I, I my favorite bet last week, and yes, Mississippi had like 700 yards of offense. They were down 42 to six after right. three quarters. So you know, I just look at that spot. That team feels like it's kind of quit on the season a little bit. Lane is leaving them. He's going to have to I mean, what do you do right now, Sean? if you' if this is out there, it, it's going to happen. And I think he tweeted out a picture of him reading some, like, Egg Bowl documentary, you know, I don't know, whatever, book. What do you do if you're if you're lame right now to try to kind of get your team focused? You have a short week as it is. Yeah. You just got your ass kicked. And, by the way, what did Mississippi State do last week? And they played East Tennessee State. So they were already – they basically had a de facto bye week while Ole Miss was out there playing in the cold in Fayetteville and getting punched in the mouth.
1: He's going to Auburn, and here's why. Ole Miss was 7-0 and and not the topic of one national conversation.
4: Because well, they were fraudulent.
1: Right. If Auburn gets to the 7-0, and they're in the conversations with Georgia, Auburn, Alabama. It's different levels. Unfortunately for the people in Oxford, Auburn's just a bigger brand.
4: That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray, still scoreless on Monday Night Football. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You don't have to wait until Turkey Day to score a Black Friday deal with VSIN. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit. To the VEASAN store with VEASAN Pro access. You get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports, bet- sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other gear. I wear it all the time. Hurry. This is a limited time. Black Friday offer. So sign up now. Or the perfect spot. Sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com. Cardinals driving a little bit here. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Scoreless, 8.07 to go, first quarter. The Cardinals and 49ers playing tonight in Mexico City. And uh, prior to this drive starting for the Cardinals, Sean, the in game number was right around where it was before the game started, 9.5. Both teams went 3 and out on their first drives, but now. The Cardinals are moving a little bit. Just had an attempt to the end zone there from Colt McCoy. And uh, we'll see if the Cardinals can. uh...
1: Now, I called high school football to him. Mm -hmm. But we have the volume turned down, so I can't hear the broadcast. Did they just have a water break? I don't know what happened. He was hurt. Tadarius Ward, I think, was hurt. But just looking at him, it looks like he was winded.
4: Yeah, well, there there they go. The elevation factor, 7,000 feet. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins so far tonight, by the way, three catches, 40 yards. So his uh, early targets have been towards him. And uh, Trey McBride want to charge his prop plays over two and a half receptions. He already has one reception. So third and long here. And uh, it goes over the head of DeAndre Hopkins. So if you had an anytime touchdown, you will have to wait on this one. So, Sean, once again, the big report here this evening coming out of Mississippi is that Lane Kiffin will be headed to Auburn after Thursday's game against Mississippi state. Would you bet Mississippi state right now? The, the, the number has certainly moved. It was five to open and it has been bet. No, not
1: really. Not really. Because I remember when Lane was leaving FAU to go to Ole Miss. I think they were playing, uh,
4: Field goal is good. So forty-yard field goal is good. Either it either was
1: the last game of the regular season or it was the the conference championship game. Yeah, they, they won played the, their butt off. Well, I think that's different. I don't. I just think it shows that the guys love Wayne. He's a lane. He's a player's coach. Like the one thing about players, they understand when their head guy, that's poured into their life, gets an opportunity that he can't turn. But
4: down. wouldn't if you're if you're an eighteen to twenty-one year old kid, right? If you're the Florida Atlantic, if you're at Florida Atlantic and your coach leaves to go to the SEC. You understand that mm-hmm. he's leaving intra division to go. If you're eighteen to twenty one, you don't understand that. Yeah, you do. No, I, I don't think so. Yeah, you do. I, I think. And
1: with the transfer portal, he can bring who he wants. Who I he know.
4: I, I just I, I find it hard to believe. Now there have the, there'll be a home game. It's gonna be a weird atmosphere now. Now that Lane's going, I'm sure he's gonna be booed. I mean, it's going to be bizarre, man. This is man.
1: such a rivalry. Like, so many of the kids on the roster at Ole Miss and Mississippi State are in-state kids. Also, Leach has never won this game. So I, think,
4: I think you're going to get your best effort from Mississippi State. I would State, not I handicap was gonna...
1: this based on intensity, attention to detail by the players. I'd handicap this based on the actual football components. Because I'm telling you, Tim, these kids, the majority of them are from Mississippi. They grew up. They've been around this game. Their high school coach, their 707 coach, you know, their kids in their high school. Like, this game means something to young people, to families, to Bulldog and Rebel alums, fan bases in the state of Mississippi. Nationally, it might not mean anything, but in state, it's still a big deal. So the fact that Lane's leaving doesn't impact that. And it's just my opinion. Haven't been in the mix before. This is different than other things. Like I'm guarantee you, nobody. USF versus Central Florida is a big game on this weekend. Only for the people right there on the I four corridor. Well,
4: it's important for me too. So I need US- UCF to win.
1: Right. I'm just like <laughs> these rivalry games. They mean a lot. You know, they mean a lot. Um. I probably shouldn't have brought up USF. Yeah. UCF. Yeah. I don't know if that helped my point. It didn't. Yeah. Um, can I take it back? Eh, you can say you, you take it back. I take it back. Okay. Um, Nobody cares about USF, UCF. Not this year. I care because but, I have
4: over eight and a half wins. Right. And UCF but lost. But it's to more
1: Navy. because USF has an interim coach, and in UCF's last conference game, regular season is is this week. They're leaving the conference. So it's a little different situation.
4: Now that it looks like, according to reports, Ole Miss will become open. We talked about it a couple, like a month ago, when it was Auburn. Maybe Auburn wasn't technically open yet, but we we indicated it was like Auburn, Wisconsin, Georgia Tech, Colorado, Arizona State, all those jobs. Where does Ole Miss now enter? Looks like, let's just assume, Sean, that Wisconsin's off the table because it, from all accounts, that's going to be Jimmy Leonard's job. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's still open. Colorado's still open. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech, I think they should give it to Brent Pry after what they did this weekend. I agree. Um,
1: and they've been much more competitive.
4: Yeah, yeah. Beat North Carolina. I mean, it's a good win. They, they shut down Drake. That's the best any defense has played against Drake May all year. Here's
1: the most amazing thing ever. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to say this. That team played so much better when Jeff Collins was fired and Brent Pry took over. And yeah, Jeff Collins will go get another job here. You think so? Yeah. Absolutely. Head coaching job? Yes. Really? You got to think. Lipo is probably going to take Nebraska or one of those. So Kansas so. is now open. Like, every time a coach takes one, something else comes open. Like, that's kind of the, you know what I mean? Like, that's the little chairs moving around. Oh. Brett Lashley got fired at Miami and became the head coach at SMU. No. Yes. He wasn't the head coach of Miami. He was I the said, was the OC. They got fired under Manny Diaz. Derrick King became a bad quarterback in the end. I know he got hurt. Yeah, and they all got fired. And Lashley got SMU.
4: I think he left before the Manny Diaz no. debacle fell apart. No,
1: no, he was there. <laughs> he was there. Yes. <laughs> it's a crazy industry, man. So what job
4: is – how? where does Ole Miss fall? They're yeah, at the top. Who should they go after?
1: I know he's going to say Dion. Dion. I mean, no n- – Listen, here's Ole Miss's problem. Their brand is not a national brand. Mm -hmm. The only way, and Lane Kiffin's a big brand, right? But Lane Kiffin's Q rating is still below Deion Sanders. That's Deion Sanders in the Aflac commercial next to Nick Saban, not Lane Kiffin. So with all Lane's notoriety, he still couldn't turn Ole Miss football into a national brand. Deion can't. Well, just saying, Dion can. Not, I'm not
4: disagreeing with. Yeah, you. That's the
1: only thing you're missing at Ole Miss. They got tradition. Yeah. They have support. Got
4: awesome, I man. Solid
1: facilities. I mean, they're right there in the South. It's enough high-level players in the state of Mississippi where you can get the majority of your class. I
4: mean, if you're Dion from, from Mississippi, there's a that's a no-brainer, right? I mean, to, oh yeah, to,
1: SEC. You're getting uh, what SC and UCLA in the conference. No. Oh no, no Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. In the conference here, uh, what next year or the year after?
4: Uh, two years, I think. Two
1: years. So, I mean, it's a lot of pluses. Now, whether Ole Miss is ready to go, you know, with a minority as a head football coach, we'll find it out. But uh, to me, that's what they need because that's what they're missing. When you think national brand in college football, you got to go down 15, 20 names before you get to Ole Miss.
4: The Iron Bowl every year is going to be something. By the way, uh, San Francisco just uh, going to go out again, punt that punting again. I should have took the no touchdown prop. <laughs> George Kittle trying to block JJ Watt just tackled him. It's three to nothing Cardinals and the 49ers will be punting it away with six oh five to go in the first quarter. You could always tweet the show at the real, at real Sean King, at one Tim Murray. We've got the live line up there at BetMGM. Punt away, and this will go. Oh, good Ooh. save. Nice. It'll yeah, be uh, down at the four-yard line.
1: Quick update, too. If you have any Rondell Moore props, the wide receiver from the Cardinals, he suffered a growing injury and is most likely not to return Ooh. tonight.
4: I think that was uh, one of Charch's prop bets he liked over four and a half. Five and a half receptions. Five and a half receptions, so not not ideal there. But I want to give a shout-out because we, we got giving credit to – uh,
1: right? Yes, right, quick, before I forget. Yeah. Can you tell the people the Virginia Tech win total? Yeah, I'll,
4: I will, yep. I'll okay. tell them. Um, if you had any Virginia or Virginia Tech win totals over or under uh, with their game being canceled, Virginia Tech – Uh, and Virginia canceled this weekend, Uh, those will most likely, depending on where your book is, will be voided. Most read the fine print. You have to play all 12 games in order for win totals, whether it was already hit the over, already hit the under, have to have those 12 games played. Sorry I'm cutting you off. Most plays. Uh, To go to break with this, Ian McDonald tweeted you and I, Sean, on Friday. He said, want an upset? Just don't stub your toe. First Tech at home in Chapel Hill. That's all you have to do. Whatever you do, don't look past the Yellow Jackets. Great call by Ian. Called Georgia Tech beating UNC. Drake May for Heisman, right?
0: Those legends get here. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already.
3: This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is vSIN Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on
4: vSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football fans could turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level. This offer is available all season long. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York.
1: Can I ask you a question? Sure. And this is kind of like has nothing to do with any of our normal content, mm-hmm. but it was a commercial that I just saw. Okay. Was this some kind of group that got together and emailed and asked for an Avatar sequel? I think we're getting one, aren't we? Yeah. It was I like never.
4: A, I never saw the original. Right.
1: is so. So like. That had to be a decade ago, right? When the first one came out, I guess. Like, what, they owe a favor to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Come on, man.
4: Like I said, I never saw the first one. Um, By the way, we got uh, a three nothing lead. The Cardinals just punted away. It's uh, been a riveting Monday Night Football game so far. Down in uh, down in Mexico City. So we stand right now with a three nothing lead. For the San Francisco, or excuse me, for the Arizona Cardinals, still no first touchdown in this game.
1: And if we have any baseball fans, Aaron Judge has landed in San Francisco, scheduled mm. to meet with the Giants sometime this week.
4: All right. Okay. Um, taking a look at your live line, looks like 49ers minus six and a half or so, uh, depending on where you look. We'll get the BetMGM odds up here uh, momentarily.
1: What do you think I'm thinking right now, pertaining to this game?
4: That you didn't play the no touchdown. Facts.
1: This this has got nine six
4: uh, written all over it. There'll be a touchdown here. I just need Eli Mitchell to get on the field. By the way, like,
1: I never thought about Josh's uh, elevation, mm-hmm. but if you look at these guys, like mm-hmm. the skill guys, and you, it, a lot of it's got to do with the fact that it's wet and that's not great grass that they're playing on. But man, they're moving slow. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they're moving slow.
4: Uh, Rondale Moore, as Sean mentioned last segment. Uh, is questionable to return with a groin injury. So, unfortunately, for our friend, Charch, who just texted me and said, uh, yeah, the Rondell Moore prophets are, are over. <laughs> <laughs> Not over, are done. No <laughs> shot. No shot. There you go. No shot. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, – that, unfortunately, is cooked, but hopefully we can get something else. Um all right, just wrapping up the show. We, we got a lot going on. This is my last show of the week. You'll be here until Wednesday. Then you'll be doing Follow the Money on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, way to leave me hanging. I, I'm allowed to take vacation. You can take vacation. Um, Bring me something back. No. Okay. I did that once, and then you've gone on multiple trips. Went to went to New Orleans, went to Duke. You never brought me anything, so I'm good. You're not a Duke fan.
1: I don't care. All right. You went to New Orleans. I'm in New Orleans. I got a fan. care package from Tulane. Yeah? Yep. When'd you get that? What's today? Monday? Yeah. Friday. Well, give me some of that gear. Saw 3X. See what I have to deal with? I didn't even know it was coming. Unbelievable. Um, Man, this 49ers offense. And this has got three, just <laughs> nine, six. I, this is going to be tragic if this game goes without a touchdown tonight. And I didn't play my. Long-standing prop. This would be tragic. Yeah,
4: this is uh, this has not been pretty here uh, for often, people who like defense. I mean, you are, you're enjoying it.
1: The thing is, I think San Francisco thrown the ball down the field once. Yeah? Yeah. That was when uh, 15 tripped on his own. The only ball I've seen over 10, 12 yards down the field.
4: So we haven't seen Elijah Mitchell get on the field yet. So that's kind of a.
1: Hard to get over 47 and a half yards if you don't play.
4: That is uh, that is also a oh, – is that a horse collar? You can yank it down, though.
1: It'll be a third down here
4: coming for the, uh, coming for the Niners. All right.
1: Giants. Swindell Robinson, torn ACL. Hated for him. He missed part of the season. Beginning of the year had a, a lower extremity injury. Now he tears his ACL. He actually was having a really good game, too. That uh, stinks for him.
4: Early thoughts: Ohio State, Michigan. John. Ohio State's the side. Why is that? When I saw the line. Well, look ahead lines were all in that ballpark.
1: Mm, if it would have been around three or four, out of so Michigan. So
4: you're not going to uh, cigar bet me that Michigan wins outright. No. Okay.
1: Buk, 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 buk.
4: Oh. Apparently, Lane Kiffin has responded on Twitter. I'm sure. Oh, he goes. That's news to me, John. Nice sources. See, we'll see. Because then Lane's going to accept the job, right, on Thursday. And he's going to look like an idiot. But it won't matter. So he's just calling out a dude who probably has pretty good sources.
1: The only reason anybody's talking about Ole Miss is because Lane supposedly is leaving for Auburn. Yeah. this has got to burn him up. Uh-huh. I do love the way that he's interactive, though. He is. Yeah.
4: I mean, he's, he's entertaining. And if we get an Iron Bowl with –
1: so Lane and Sabin for however many years. I mean that's gonna be tremendous. So my emoji game is terrible. So after nice sources, what do these four emojis say? No entry
4: sign. Uh like a devil chair dinner. I don't I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I got lost. I I don't know. Is
1: somebody stolen Lane's phone?
4: Yeah. No. So there you go. That's been the the more interesting part of Monday night is Lane Kiffin's uh, potential departure to Auburn. By the way, they just called a face mask when uh, Christian wasn't. McCaffrey was grabbed by the shoulder pad.
1: I wonder, can you review that? Nope. Mm, that's bad.
4: Makes up for the uh, missed face mask in the Eagles. <laughs> the
1: Eagles-Commander's game last still Monday. stuck they,
4: on that? No. Jeez. I, Commanders were the right side the whole day, whole game, but they were some bad calls Somebody there. liked
1: Commander's money line that night. Yeah, you didn't play it.
4: Um... Debo, inside the 35-yard line. Let's see if uh, let's see if the 49ers can get cooking. Maybe get George Kittle or Eli Mitchell anytime touchdown. That'd be nice. Hmm. I mean, Lane's going to Auburn. What is it? Is he at a spite now, not going to go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just so he could be right. And he still didn't say he's not going. Yeah. He
4: just said news to me. So, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, and by the way, in right. the in the tweet... From John Sokoloff, he said the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet. So he could be saying, well, that's news to me. I have been offered. I've accepted. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: um, oh, my gosh. Whatever.
4: Nobody cares. And we do care. That's why we're talking about it.
1: And you know what he, I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, they're going to end up where they end up, and we'll see.
4: How good of a job is Auburn? Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're
1: gonna go in that conference and you can't get Alabama or Georgia, Auburn's probably third place where you have the greatest opportunity if you get it right to win at a level that Alabama and Georgia win at.
4: I'll say this, and the only and and you know people like Lane Kiffin and uh, you know others who have succeeded, look, it's it's a great job as long as you're winning ten games every year.
1: Yeah, but the thing is. And Auburn. Lane could probably yeah. do it. Auburn is the vehicle that's built just like Alabama and Georgia. You just got to be a good enough driver. Ole Miss is like they're on the same—they're a NASCAR circuit, but they're not one of the top dogs. I mean, from a, a, a car standpoint.
4: Think about how many people Nick Saban has gotten fired from Auburn because he's Nick Saban and they're not. But the I sa- mean, Gus Malzahn in won breath. like eight Gus Malzahn nine years was in every year title game. I know. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. I haven't seen uh Tennessee in a title game or Ole Miss in a title game. Or, nope. Yeah.
4: I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. Oh. I'm saying that Gus Malzahn got him to a title game and then every other year was are we gonna fire Gus Malzahn?
1: The difference between Gus and Lane, Gus is like I mean, Lane is likable, Gus isn't. And Gus plays a really boring quarterback run type of game. Like Lane gonna come in there, he's gonna get him a QB, they're gonna throw it around, you know, he's gonna get under Saban's skin, which they're gonna love that. I mean, so, like, he gets it. And meanwhile, Dion going to go to Ole Miss and win a national title. Yeah? Because he's going to have the best players. The guys want to go play for Dion. They do. What can you do? He's got a son, too. He's going to follow him. Yeah, I should do or get a chance on the big stage. Pretty good player. Yeah, he is. Will
4: Deion Sanders coach Jackson State in the Celebration Bowl?
1: Yeah, I think he finishes out the year hope so. Just knowing how he is and what he's built there. He finishes out the year, but I don't think he's the head coach at Jackson State next year, or week one. No. And I think you think his son is his quarterback? Oh, his son's going with him wherever. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to miss you, man. Um, yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, uh, go Christian, enjoy your holiday.
4: Christian McCaffrey getting inside the 10. Hopefully he's winded down. Eli Mitchell will come. Eat a in. lot,
1: but not too much. And bring me something back.
4: I'm not bringing you anything back. All right. Thanks to. Everyone who was involved, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Wes and Femi coming up next.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.